You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It is always game day in Cleveland. Uh, Daryl, any uh, interesting things we need to talk about right here in the beginning of the second segment? Yeah, I, I guess I have to wish everyone a, a happy uh, anniversary for mobile yep. sports betting, which became yeah. in the state of Ohio uh, in January of 2023. Checking my calendar right now. It is now January of 2024, and it's almost over. But... With uh, that in mind, BetQL is here to help you make those uh, best informed bets possible. You can get all of today's best bets. Just head to BetQL.com or even better, just download the BetQL app where you can claim a free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan where you can get a bunch of exclusive sportsbook offers. All right, Daryl, I want to talk to you about your conversation with the mayor. You had a chance to catch it. What was it, Cleveland Sports Awards or was that no, no, this was the the, the big concert. Oh, announcement. the concert announcement that they could have done. I, it as could an have been an email. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how bad scene, is that? Cleveland scene nailed it, man. <laughs> like, because like Justin, the the funny thing too is, is the next day Justin Timberlake announces a tour date at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. That probably should have been a press conference, right? Because I agree, it should have been, especially after Saturday Night Live this week. But yeah, so it's going to be Billy Joel and Rod Stewart. September 13th at Cleveland Brown Stadium. So, like, they had this big buildup, right? Ever, it was funny because the mayor was there. Uh, obviously, the, the great folks from Live Nation that helped put on all these great events in in North, Northeast Ohio. They, was like, Billy they, Joel they, there? No, Billy Joel and Rod Stewart did not make it. But they they had yeah, some, that would have been a press conference worth going to. They they had some uh, nice jerseys hanging in the in, in the lockers or whatever. But um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, and you know, everyone um. You know, with the, like the list of people there, you, you, everyone joked that, you know, their phones had been blowing up because everyone wanted to know what the big announcement was going to be. And it turns out the piano man, Billy, love Billy Joel. Um, it's going to be Billy Joel uh, and, uh, and and Rod Stewart. So uh, backstory, I have been trying to chase the mayor down for like the longest time <clears throat> to get him on the record uh, about the Brown Stadium situation because. Okay. He hasn't said very much publicly about it. Um, it's been in spurts. I, I think, I think uh, Cleveland.com has had a comment or two from him, and maybe 
it might have been either Cleveland Magazine or Cleveland Scene uh, might have had a kind like where he had said something. So I wanted to, uh, and he saw me, um, and this was like my third crack at it because the previous two times I swung and missed. He got out of there before I could get to him. So um, press conference is over, and that was like the primary reason I went aside from helping out our sister stations of, you know, uh, those that, uh, don't know, uh, you know, Andy and I, of course, work for 92, three, the fan, uh, we have uh, 98, five WNCX, which is also, uh, the radio home. NCX. And then of course we have Q104 and star one Oh two, uh, in our family of radio stations as well. So, uh, it was good that I went, got the, you know, got some stuff for, for those stations so that they could use in their programming and, uh, you know, gave them the press conference audio. So whatever they wanted to use from that press conference, they could. So long story short, <clears throat> all done. And I'm trying to find the mayor and I get nervous because I think that he snuck out on me again. Right. So right. then, I, then I see him head toward the door. And oh, I you got him. I sprinted across the room. And it was funny because a, um, uh, a Browns employee uh, joked with me that that was the fastest they ever saw me move. <laughs> Ooh, that was your 40 time. You might be a defensive back for you. Know. So, um, so I was able to get And if you saw the video that I posted online, you can tell that I am the last guy the mayor wants to be talking to in the video. Like you can just tell his eyes are everywhere. Like he's like, he's got the, will someone come save me from this a-hole? Like I nice. don't want to be here right now. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. Okay. So what happened? What happened? Um, you got so there. basically here's the thing. Um, you know, things aren't, they don't seem to be moving right now. It, it seems to be they're They're kind of stuck in the mud. I think is the way I'll describe things. Right. Okay. Uh, not, not a lot of, momentum forward to uh either get a new stadium slash dome built for the browns or to renovate the existing one and so uh i i wanted to you know to soften the mayor up i asked him about the concert you know uh and and for those kind of getting into business a uh, little interview one-on-one when they tell you you got two minutes you really do have two minutes that's number one but number two never hit them with the question you want to ask right out of the gate right Always soften them up, throw them a softball. You know, that's a running joke in our business. Oh, you just lumps them. You want to do that, loosen them up, make them comfortable, get them talking. And then you hit them with the question that you really want to ask. So uh, he was real happy to talk about, um, you know, uh, getting another concert uh, into the stadium. And I said, well, hey, you know, since we're here, uh, the, the future of this building is what everyone wants to talk about right now and, and what's going to happen to this place. Because quite frankly, the clock is ticking. Like y'all need to get it together here. Um, and he, he was very matter of fact, he said, my goal, and I'm paraphrasing here, but his message was that as mayor, his goal is to keep the Browns on the lakefront in that building. Um, did not really seem to want to engage in any conversation about building something new somewhere else. Now, mm. not to say that that's not on the back burner because I can tell you, over at 76 Lou Groza Boulevard, it's on the back burner. It has been talked really? about. It, it they have thought about it. Um, but right okay, now, so there, I just want to make sure it's on the back burner that they could possibly be playing in a stadium that is not on the lakefront. That's exactly what you're saying. Possibly. But as we have this conversation right now, it's a very slim possibility. But the oh, point okay. is they've had the conversation and it, and it, it and they should have the conversation because that's kind of part of the the process you go through here. Now I have been very out front and saying they ought to get the hell off the lake. 
uh, let that be city developed land and a beautiful landscape and development for people to enjoy and not have a football stadium in the middle of all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. It just, that stadium feels out of place. Let's get it out of there, put it in a better spot that you can get to out by the airport would be fantastic. Also because that's like two minutes from my house. Um, but, um, you know, I just believe that a new stadium would serve the team better in the short term as well as the long term because the the current stadium was built half-assed. It was built on a fast track. It wasn't built right. It wasn't built well. And so now you're having to go back and correct all these things. You know, the, the uh, service level of the stadium. Well, it only runs from the northeast end of the stadium okay the northeast end of the dog pound wraps around down to the southwest end of the stadium but the entire southwest over to southeast and going up to actually you know more so northeast part of the right. stadium mm -hmm. that that is that there's no service level there there's so, nothing uh, under the dog pound is what you're trying to say. No. And there's, really on, and there's nothing on the south side either. So they have to excavate and underpin all that so they can get that 360-degree service wow, level. Wow, you're right. I never really stadium. thought about it. Yeah, what were they thinking when they built the stadium that there was no service levels? They there? were thinking money. It was oh. cheaper to do it this way. Wow, and that so, was silly. I mean, there right. really wasn't a whole lot. Right. And so It's now, a tunnel. I mean, really all it is is a tunnel. Well- it's a little more than that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But so now they want to excavate all that, underpin it, and you know, so they can add more clubs, expand mm -hmm. the locker room spaces. Yeah, and they things need like, Because they don't have the room for any of that. And now in today's media age, like I remember when Amazon came for the Prime game, mm -hmm. I was told they had like 45 cameras for that game. They yeah. came in like on a Sunday afternoon and they were still setting up for that game on Thursday afternoon, and it aired Thursday night. That I mean, that's how in depth that Amazon. Yeah, I mean that's pretty was. typical for a big league production. I I, I understand that, but all the trucks had to be outside. Oh, they're all out there right behind the stadium. There's, yeah, there's nowhere to park there's them. There's nowhere to put them in the stadium. Now, right, they do have TV trucks to come into that service tunnel there. Uh, on the north side of the stadium and they'll park in there or whatever, but all the overflow has to be outside. So there are constraints on the service level, first and foremost. Um, you know, the, it, it, there are changes that the Browns like to make to the seating bowl, which requires engineering and, and, and reconfigurations and things like that. Um, there's clubs that they want to add. You know, all these, you see these field level clubs, they've tried to add them uh, in the visitor's tunnel and in the Browns tunnel there. Uh, but we're talking, you know how they added the field seating this past year? They got mm -hmm. permission to add an additional row of seats. The one area I don't like that they did that was in front of the dog pound. I think that the general, I think Joe Schmo fan, diehard Browns fan, 
should always have front row in the dog pound and not someone to pay ten to $20,000 for a front row ticket in the dog pound. Because I think it's just special that, you know, the tradition in Cleveland is when you score on that end of the stadium, you you jump in. Because you're not supposed to jump in. That's actually no. grandfathered in. Lambo Leap is, is grandfathered in, and the dog pound jumps are, you know, because the league doesn't the want only players. two teams in the NFL that are allowed to do it? Like, the league doesn't want players jumping into the stands. Yeah, I get it. I get you, it. I understand know. it. Um, I- but – so there's so many things that have to be done to that stadium just to modernize it and make it work in the modern environment today mm-hmm. that cost a lot of money. Um, but it's a city building. So that was the second question I asked him about. Like, hey, is there a thought to make this a regional facility instead of it being owned by the city of Cleveland and it's tough cookies, you own it, it's your building, you're responsible for it. Um, and he, Did you get an answer? Yeah, he said they're trying to get the state and the county involved in this project and well, maybe that's and, and, be... and, and make this a regional partnership, but you're talking mm-hmm. in excess, Andy of a billion dollars to do this. Oh, for sure. Just, just to fix this thing. Now, granted a new stadiums, 2 billion for the cheapo version, right? The new modern version of Cleveland Brown stadium. And, and is that without a roof or with a roof? It is with a roof, but it's like bare bones roof. You know what I mean? Like it's like, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Now, if you want the stadium with some bells and whistles in it, well, you're talking about two and a half billion dollars. If you'd like the roof to come off and be have the flexibility to go dome and no dome, now you're talking upwards of three billion dollars. And also keep in mind, too, like construction costs are blowing up. So it was good to get the mayor on the record. His position is he's focused on the lakefront project. David Gilbert, our good friend, mm-hmm. uh, is involved in the lakefront development. Uh, project. He is, uh, you know, part of the the I don't know the council, the committee, whatever the the thing is. He's got his hand. God love him. I don't know how he does it. He's got the Cleveland Sports Commission. He's got Destination Cleveland. He's got a bunch of other projects, and now he's adding this lakefront development uh, that the city of Cleveland uh, wants to do down there to his portfolio as well. So right. I talked to him uh, about it. Uh, we actually had him on the station with Jonathan Peterlin at the Cleveland Sports Awards. And yeah, I mean, it's, it is going to be a tough conversation and they're running out of time to have it. Like if you build a new stadium, they basically from my, in my math, they need to have the stadium completed by opening day, 2029. Right. Oh, that eliminates us from the 2028 Super Bowl. Yeah. They, well, they need to basically have financing in place within the next 12 to 18 months. Because then once you have your money in place, you got to go site acquisition and remediation before you can even begin. You're talking about moving, though. Again, you're talking about moving. Yeah, if you build brand new. So if you're going to build something new, time is short. Now, if you're totally committed to staying where you're at, which I think is the wrong decision, you got a little longer. Because now you're looking at a progressive field style timeline where it's two, two and a half years. By the way, I want to ask you about that in a second about progressive field. Finish that timeline thought. Yeah, so the, you've you've got probably then till the end of 2025, maybe into 2026, because there is no site acquisition and remediation and all that. It's a lot of the architectural work is being done behind the scenes, from what I understand, uh, by the Browns anyway, because it's part of their presentations to the city and, and stuff of, you know, okay, if we're staying in this building, this is what we do. What I would love to know, and I haven't been able to pin this down, I would love to know if the Browns have new stadium plans drawn. That's the one thing that's the one, like, again, it's something that they've talked about, 
that, hey, if we can't get this done, we might have to build something new. That's the one thing I've not been able to pin down if the Browns have new stadium plans hidden in a drawer somewhere. Hmm, interesting. All right, it's always game day in Cleveland. we got a lot more to talk about.